0: is the sluggo slant and go college football expert joel clatt tell america the name of your favorite podcast
1: it's called sluggo
0: I'm blinded by Casey the Beef Creek, and uh, what is that you're wearing? Is it Christmas tree? Is that what I heard?
2: Where <laughs> the green thing? Oh, oh, my shirt. Yeah, I just picked it up uh, out of the out of my pile over here for the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Your your pile. All right. right. Well, Casey, you were traveling show today. Pile. Show pile.
0: <laughs> in other words, dirty clothes, right? Dirty laundry. <laughs>
2: you, you call them dirty. I call them show pile. <laughs> I, I, show,
0: I, I call them well used. Uh, <laughs> right. Beef, you're on the road today, bud?
2: Not really. No, tomorrow. Tomorrow, oh. I head, I head on the road. I'm home today. Uh, I was in I was on the other side in America for a little bit today, just working, getting a haircut, you know that kind of thing. Because I'm going to go face customers the next two days. So, figured I'd get shagadish, uh kind of. Worked out a little bit, you know,
0: <laughs> recent customers. All those customers have been emailing you for the last month.
2: It's true. That's yeah, true. After them.
0: And locks, you're all better.
1: I'm back. I'm back. It's hard to believe one week ago I could barely inhale. And here I am. You can hear my voice again. Sad for you. Good for me, though. <laughs> <laughs> Not sad
0: for me because I want to hear you cry when um Give out the picks, my picks that are going to win this week. Okay, um,
1: well everybody's got to start somewhere, Marty.
0: Yeah, I'm st- <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm starting on the bottom. By the way, I I am below beef. I'm not sure what could be worse than that, but I'm below beef.
1: Did you guys see this shirt I got? I got a sponsor I picked up uh, <laughs> right here. What's,
0: I can't. What's it say?
1: Just champion right oh, here. It's just, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I they they, gave, they sent it to me for free. They, they, they knew it was, I, I was coming. So thought they, that's a um, get in front of it. Different Smart. way of spelling douchebag. Speaking bag. of show pile, <laughs> <laughs> that's right, the show pile. <laughs> I got the W hat on too. <laughs> Nelson checks in
0: and says, Casey celebrating low and 2 in that jersey. <laughs> that's, that's true. Jared Clark, will there be any shuffling around the O-line this weekend? I don't know. Maybe JP will – I haven't heard that either. Maybe JP will jump in the comments or Houston – Houston Burn is usually into those things. Thanks for the uh, chiming in, Jared, and thanks for uh, for watching. We'll get to Clemson in just a couple of minutes. Hey, uh, am I the only one who gets the title of this show? It's called Little Mr. Can't Be Wrong. Do you guys know where I got that from? You might be too young.
2: Little miss, little miss, little they miss, can't be wrong. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Casey, uh, yes, the Beef Krieg and answers their first trivia question. But Zach Locks Parker is 6-0 and oh against the spread. Notice all the jinx I'm throwing his way. <laughs> hey,
1: streaks has got to end. You know, it's fine, but we're going to ride it as long as we can. Here's the thing. If you went
0: like 500 the rest of the year, you'd have a really good record at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. But we're going to see if we can get you under 500. For the yeah. rest of the year. And there, your buddy knows, Case. Yeah. Uh, Spin Doctors. Absolutely. Exactly. He's my little he Irish
2: friend. He's Irish. Yeah. He doesn't like the Irish, but he's Irish.
0: Very I thought good. that was a requirement.
2: It is, to be a friend. No, no, to to be Irish was oh. to like
0: the Irish. That's... <laughs> <laughs> well, we're off and rolling tonight. And just because we're off and rolling tonight, fellas, we are going to play America's. Favorite, favorite game show.
2: Do you know what that is? We went to my high school. I just clicked on it by accident. Everybody went uh, your high school. Everybody, everybody went there except you two, schmoes. <laughs> it's
0: called You Two Schmoes, and this is where Casey has to zip it, and Zach and I uh talk about Casey's high school, and no internet is allowed. Zach has to use his brain, which scares everybody. Everybody. <laughs> Okay, Zach. Today, you probably know this one because Casey yeah. Humble Humble brags about it I, six yeah. times a week. Um, little Mikey Malone is a Seton Hall prep graduate. Little Mikey yeah. grew up. What does Little Mikey do now? Is Little Mikey the head coach of the Denver Nuggets? Is he a bartender at Cheers? Or your third option is Little Monkey. Did he grow up to be Post Malone?
1: Now, that is interesting because (laughs) I don't know Post Malone's real name. Uh, But. I mean, this looks like a Seton Hall prep
0: valedictorian. (laughs) More than this does.
2: What did little
0: little Mikey grew up? What does little Mikey do for a living?
1: I'm, I honestly don't know, but I'm gonna use my, uh, you know, just my my guessing skills here and just go with a Uh, coach of the. Would you say the Nuggets?
0: Denver Nuggets.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not positive, but it seems like it makes more sense than Post Malone. And I know it's not Cheers. It is correct.
2: Yay. Hey, You are correct. Do you panel. want another little nugget about Michael Malone? Yeah. Yes. He was my coach in many, many summers of Seton Hall Prep Pirate basketball camp. Oh, that's really? cool. That's actually yeah. cool. And his dad is Brendan Malone, who was a longtime uh, assistant coach in the NBA for a long, long, long time. Yeah, super, super, super guy. Cool. Yeah, I was would just probably your... still call me Little Cregan to this day if I was, <laughs> if I was around him. I hadn't had Cedar talk to him in many, many, many years, but he would probably still call me Little Cregan. My dad taught him. So Awesome. I do know. You know, when
0: I was looking through the list, it's funny you say that, Casey. I was looking through the list of distinguished Seton Hall graduates, both of them. And,
2: um, yeah. and, <laughs> got and uh,
0: before I got to Mikey Malone, I came across somebody named Cregan. Is that a relation to you? Yeah. I can't remember their first name.
2: I think it's Mark Cregan. He's the he's the uh, um, head of uh, the president of a school in Massachusetts. Okay. See, we just we, outside of we know every people from New Jersey know everyone from New Jersey, and then if you even get more granular, people from Seton Hall Prep know Seton Hall Prep people, which is another funny thing. This isn't a Seton Hall Prep podcast, but maybe one day we can
0: branch <laughs> we'll off to just it. turn it um, into
2: it. But Mark Cregan is actually my brother's name as well. Right. So that's it's and it's spelled the same way, I believe.
0: That's why I wondered if that was a relation to you, because yeah. I guess I remember you telling me about your brother Mark, or I've seen it on Instagram or something. Yeah. but
2: he's um, a priest, not my not my brother <laughs> the <other> no. <laughs> There were a significant number
0: of priests on that list, or Cardinals or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, Kevron says, "Good evening, let's go. Clips and Tigers. And Jared Clark says prayers out to the Brazil family. That's for sure. Jared, oh. thanks for your uh your thoughts so you two schmoes i think zach is also undefeated in you two schmoes because i heard uh, when him. lightning struck he got <laughs> that one right too yeah. um so uh anyway two and oh you two schmoes america's favorite game show i love it so much i did i don't know 15 seconds of research it was worth every second of it <laughs> to,
2: <Impressive. laughs>
0: to see casey's um casey's reaction to you two schmoes Okay, fellas, last week Clemson beat Furman, and I know there are some folks here that want to talk about it. We don't have to talk about it much because it's kind of boring. And I found myself turning away from Clemson for the first time in a long time to watch – I don't even remember, but it was a more interesting game uh, in that window. Clemson did some good things, did some bad things. Dabo called out the defense – on Tuesday in his press conference, I happened to be here. So, oh, yeah, press conference. Let me turn this on. And he called him out talking about Loafs. Uh, actually mentioned Miles Murphy by name, somebody we haven't seen much of in two games, right? Uh, coming into the season, he was a top 10 NFL draft prospect. Really hasn't done a lot in two games. Dabo called him out by name. Well, didn't say he was loafing. And he said, but if Miles Murphy, Loafs, you know, blah. So I was like, hmm, okay, threw that name out there. Anyway, Casey, any takeaways from uh, last Saturday's game for you besides two games in five days is not a good idea, no matter who you're playing?
2: Yeah, and that's, I think, you know, you can make excuses for your team. I think a lot of people make excuses for their team and I would be (laughs) one of those people who does. But I've seen four good quarters out of Clemson in two games uh, on both sides, I think, combined. Uh, two good quarters of offensive football against Georgia Tech. Two good quarters of offensive football against Furman, and outside of that, it hasn't really been that fun to watch. And I don't blame you for turning it off. I, I feel the same way for defense. I, I thought the defense was great to come out of the come out of the gates against Georgia Tech, and then coming out of the gates against Furman, they looked like holes everywhere yeah. just could not stop the screens. I mean, it's not now the blueprint. It's like that tight end shuffle pass that Pittsburgh tried to expose Clemson on. Now we're talking screens and slants that, that are going to expose the defense. And it makes sense because the defensive front's getting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. So the ball has got to come out fast. So hopefully there's some, some uh, adjustments made this week. Obviously, Dabo's on them, and we'll see. I, you know, it was a ho-hum game. I think you put it on the on the sheet here. Mm-hmm. That's how, that's exactly what it was. It, it was just nothing happening
0: in the second half. Locks, I know the 2.30 or, excuse me, 3.30 Eastern time window is your, your SEC uh, window. Right. So, I don't know how much of this game that you saw, but what did you think of the Furman-Clemson game?
1: Yeah, I did watch. Uh, you're probably talking about Tennessee, Pittsburgh. That was a very good, uh, very good matchup for sure. It was. It went overtime. It was a Fun game to watch. But I did flip over back and forth. I was just like a wild man with the remote control as usual. But, uh, you know, it's they gave up 256 yards of passing. Like Casey was saying, there a lot of dink and dunks. So you, you got to feel a little bit bad for them because it's a product of the schedule. Like, what's going to happen this week? Louisiana Tech. Oh boy! And then next thing you know, here comes Wake. Here comes NC State. So. They better get right and it's good to Dabo to call them out i mean it's, it's i'm sure it's nothing he wanted to do but it's there's there's a a, a reason behind it you know to, to get everybody to, to wake up and, and get ready to get ready to roll you know we, we've got some big games coming up here before uh we get another break here between like i said between wake and NC state so they uh you know they'll get it together i'm sure it's nothing that they haven't been through before with this type of opening schedule so I, I, I expect another sleepy time <laughs> That's coming week too, though, 34 and a, 34 and a half the last yeah. i looked. none of us picked this
0: game so i'm yeah. expecting oh, case
1: you picked it you did pick it did you yeah
0: oh yes law yeah, tech
2: he,
1: yeah
0: law tech um <laughs> uh 34 and a half points we'll get then on that note we'll get to the pick in just a minute but i'm expecting another <laughs> Beef will tell us if they'll cover that spread or not, but I'm expecting a, a very similar type of game. I saw some of the Louisiana Tech-Missouri game in week, I don't remember if it's zero or one, but a couple of weeks ago, and, and they held close for about a half, and then Missouri just stomped them in the second half. So um, I don't know what to expect. Beef, what do you get? Well, don't, let's let's don't talk about it because you got a pick coming up in that game. Locks, what do you think is going to happen this week? Same thing?
1: Yeah, and it's it's. I think it'll probably be like more of a just a half game. Klubnik will probably get some more snaps, I would imagine. Uh, just get everybody, make sure everyone's healthy going into the the conference games coming up. So, uh, it's it's a tough game to pick. I, I wouldn't have touched it. Uh, mm-hmm. Casey case must have an inside line on it. I I don't know. It it always drives me crazy when they they start pulling these guys out. You never know. If yeah, uh, the backups going to come in and be like all ready to go and and score, score, score. Or if the offensive play calling is still going to be there for them to have the opportunity, to score, if you don't want to run them up. So, yeah, it, it's going to be kind of a, a thirty point win somewhere in that region. And I don't expect a lot of competition, unfortunately, but or fortunately, depending on how you Well, you're
0: it. Casey has an insight because the little known fact: all two hundred and forty players on both teams went to Seton Hall Prep. Zach needs an extra screen so he can have it uh, dedicated to Clemson. Yeah, that oh, was hard last week. That was yeah. very hard last week. I it, Me, I never turn Clemson off. I watched something on my phone before I turned Clemson off, and I was like, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. There's too much good going on, and we're going to talk about some of that good in a minute. But first I wanted to say this. We often uh, – We often say negative things about D.J. D.J. had a good game Saturday. Now, it was Furman. We're not going to confuse them with Georgia, right, or uh, or one of the better defenses, but he had a good game. He had some big-time throws, according to Pro Football Focus. His completion percentage, his adjusted completion percentage was uh, in the high 70s or 80s, if I remember. D.J. had a, a good game Saturday. Casey, did you see any of that goodness in the Furman Game for DJ.
2: I sure, I sure did, and I think it, I think some of it, uh, some of the talk of of Cade Klubnick kind of quelled a little bit in his two series that he had with the ones. I, I did. I, I saw some really good things from DJ, and then I actually watched some. I didn't do the film study, but I watched some <laughs> some guys that were Mike Glennon is a guy that was that does film study on Twitter, uh, and he broke down DJ a couple times, and he he made it look like DJ was a top quarterback. You know, not top ten quarterback in the country, but a top quarterback, and things are getting are slowing down for him. So I did see it. I thought he was making a little bit more decisive throws. Uh, again, you got to get some help from the wide receivers. He didn't get bailed out at all last season, and he, and it's starting again this season. Yeah. Uh, one wide receiver in particular that I know Houston is is not uh, high on, uh, but he's just you know he's hitting receivers in the hands. I'm sorry, you got to make those catches.
0: Uh, According to Pro Football Focus, when he's got a clean pocket, he's 34 of 49. Um,
2: And for as much as you get your stat there, for as much as the offensive line has really been maligned because they haven't been able to open the holes for the three running backs, I truly believe it. I'm not schooled in offensive line. I really believe he's had time to throw. He really has had time to throw. Pass protection seems like – no pro- not not that it's wonderful, it's the top pass protecting team in the country, but he's had time, and I mean, if they can open holes, this offense could go. I think yep. that's what we're waiting on. his adjusted completion percentage with the clean pocket is
0: eighty one point three percent he's got five drops, so I don't know. the numbers tell me one thing my eyes in the first game told me something else, but he looked a lot better on Saturday locks what do you think
1: yeah uh I just I wrote down the stats where we started 21 and 27 for 231 yards. So you got to figure that's going to build some confidence, which is what he needs exactly. So uh, just to like I said, a cleaner pocket, see some guys open and hit the read and and let the let the receiver get the ball and go uh, is is a huge thing. Just visually, I think just something to think back on moving forward. So let's just hope he keeps it up. You know, I, I expect again another half probably. the first half is all he'll get in this next game I just hope he keeps it up and uh you know I I, I just hope he's ready to roll because it's coming this schedules coming out is pretty quick here in the next couple of weeks it
0: is coming next week we'll start the uh, the, the bigger games with wake Forest and then right. a tough physical defense of NC State so we'll see um, what happens over the next couple of weeks okay fellows a game we were texting back and forth on Alabama and Texas right here in my backyard that uh, backyard is a whole 101,000 people. It was hot, and Alabama looked human, right? I mean, their defensive backs were continuously beaten by Texas wide receivers. Their, um, uh, their wide receivers looked meh. You know, it certainly wasn't the wide receivers of the previous alabama teams that i've seen with the jerry judy's and those type of guys box your sec
1: honk what'd you see
0: in alabama
1: Texas? uh come on boys let's get it together uh i hate to be in practice this week but uh how many, the penalties how many penalties did they have it was it was some type of 15. record 15 14, yeah. something like that 15 um, and some were declined Yes, absolutely. That's that's not a Nick Saban team for sure. I'm sure uh, he got the chewing on him a little bit for sure this week. Uh, lots of running, lots of laughs. Uh, so, it, you know, it's experience too. That's, it, Marty, you said it. This is why the SEC doesn't, in, in Alabama especially, uh, schedule uh, road. Non-conference games because something like this could happen and it almost did happen. But you can't score with a minute twenty-nine left on the clock and they just march right down the field. And you still have the Heisman Trophy-winning quarterback uh, on your side, and, and he proved that on that last drive. Made made a great play to uh, get the first down and get them in position to kick the final field goal.
0: When I when Texas kicked that field goal, I said in my head. I didn't type it and to you guys, but take my word for it. it said in my head he just gave alabama the game yeah. i just i just knew it and then i and then i typed you guys mm-hmm. or texted you guys and said they left too much time on the clock beef what a great game what's your takeaway texas alabama
2: yeah, undisciplined Alabama. We haven't seen that ever. Will Anderson had uh, some some ungodly amount of penalties. He only Three. made one tackle, yeah. but his one tackle was a sack at the end when he really mm-hmm. needed it and really yeah. stalled the drive for Texas when they were driving before they kicked the field goal to go ahead before they lost again. But that, you're so you're so right, Marty. And. Oh, don't, don't rip that audio, please. Oh, yes!
1: Uh, <laughs> Mark that down. What time is it? Damn I, yeah, I, uh,
2: I, I say it every week in NFL when it's on, and I don't really have a dog in the hunt in that league. So uh, anytime that a team scores and or kicks a field goal to go up one or two, if there's under two minutes left, there's too much time. There's just too much time. I've seen it way too often. I've seen that movie before and know how it ends, <laughs> uh, you know. It, and I, that's exactly what I thought as well. So uh, it's scary that we're thinking the same wavelength. But I thought way too much time, especially for Bryce Young In yeah. that offense.
0: Yep. They didn't run the ball well. They didn't Whoa. do – Bryce Young was the only thing. that, Like I said, the receivers weren't special. Now, they're going to crush Monroe or whoever, yeah. whatever directional Louisiana school ends up in uh, Birmingham, Tuscaloosa, wherever they're playing this week. But – they did not I, – I don't – I haven't figured out if it's Texas or it was Alabama, but they just – Alabama looked human. I mean, they're – like I said, their defensive backs were getting toasted regularly by a 5'10", 168-pound guy from
1: uh, the Hunter Renfro type guy. <laughs> hey, go well, figure. How about this side, though? Is Texas good? Well, Maybe? we'll find out in my best uh, this week, won't we? Uh, well, I, they – let's just put it this way. They played some defense. Which yes. Is, which is surprising and and kind of fun to see for once. Uh, it wasn't just like bounce off of the offensive right. player with, with five people and then they run for fifty yards. So they they were wrapping up. It, it seemed like it was a little different team than we've seen in the past. So that was fun at least. But and their it, offensive we'll play
2: calling early was very creative he, he too. A, when they had Quinn Ewers, and yeah. then once he went down, it kind of went. It kind of got stale and stagnant with a Hudson bit. Card for a little bit. And then they kind of opened it up a little bit more, um, a little bit more for Card towards the end. But right, yeah. well, he was
0: playing on one leg, and but here's the thing: we've been, I've been very critical of Quiniers for making five million dollars for yeah. two snaps. Uh, the guy looked like the real deal, and he certainly looked like he didn't. He wasn't scared of being in front of 101 thousand people. Right. Uh, he looked like the real deal. So, um, I, Texas. Could be on their way back, back. <laughs> once he gets back. I said on the way. I didn't say he. they were back. That's funny. Um, let's see. John Chansey says, good with yours, slightly above average with Card. Yep, I think that's why Mr. Uh, yours was the starter and Card um, is going to back up. Okay, we don't even have to leave the state of Texas to find the next crazy game. Texas A&M loses to Appalachian State 17-14. to in College Station, of course, because they're in the SEC and they're not going to make the mistake that Alabama made by going on the road. AM takes down uh, – excuse me, Appalachia State takes down Texas A&M. The A&M offense, I didn't see this game, but I heard the A&M offense was horrid uh, for the balance of the game. Locks, you're our SEC honk. Let's hear it.
1: Uh, once again am just does not have a quarterback to rely on and it was very obvious in that game they had they said nothing to fall back on and and app state was hitting on all cylinders just enough to get by obviously but I uh, you know I think it's great it's a great story it's it could' have happened to a better team I'm not a huge uh, a m fan even though they're still ranked after that it's shocking every single time this happens uh but they still have a tough schedule ahead of them obviously uh, so it, they may not be around much longer um I, I don't know if anybody saw the article that came out on sunday about app state how awful their night after the game was their flight got canceled so they all checked out of the hotel after the game got to the got to the uh, airport at three thirty in the morning their airport airplane was not boardable they went back to the hotel. Hotel was sold out. They all had to sleep in the lobby, in like boardrooms and stuff. Turn around, go back to the airport like six. Then get back to Boone until like two o'clock in the afternoon. All the kids, I'm sure, were exhausted. So, they they had a long, long Sunday after that win. But they have college game day coming, so good for them. They're they're
0: college kids. They're used to sleeping on the floor. And, That's
1: you know, right. <laughs> yeah, and
0: uh, well, what a what a big win! Um, mm-hmm. What a big win for App, App State.
2: Beef, your take on this game? When are people going to learn? <laughs> <laughs> maybe Jimbo is it, it, App State can play, mm-hmm. and maybe Jimbo isn't as great a coach as people lead you to believe he is. I, I, I just I don't know if. Uh, I mean, again, here we go. Could have been two, two uh, what, you two schmoes next week. But there is a former Seton Hall prep quarterback that's an offensive (laughs) analyst for him down there. (laughs) There And I feel bad for him. Um, He was actually the quarterback that came in when Jameis Winston got suspended for the half because he was screaming in in campus for Florida State. So he went with Jimbo there. But uh, McGuire is his name. Uh, But Sean McGuire, Yeah. McGuire. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I just don't I don't understand all this preseason love, and I I had a couple pops on Saturday, so I tweeted out a thing that says maybe the SEC isn't as great as everyone wants you to believe preseason um, with some of these teams. I mean, Texas A&M was was a darling before the season started with all those paid recruits and things yeah. allegedly, 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 and. And then they lose to App State. It's it's wonderful. They have a tough one this week as well with Miami coming to town. Mm-hmm. So we'll, it, it'll be a nice new test for them. We'll see see what happens. I'm excited for that game. They could be sitting at one and two before they ever hit the
0: SEC. West, right. Yeah. So Yankers, Jimbo. Uh, I heard a joke today that maybe he's going to go to West Virginia next after, after <laughs> he runs eight him in the ground. <laughs> He moves on to West Virginia. Nelson asks, "What two things that Trevor Lawrence, Kelly Bryant, Chase Bryce have in common?" I think we all know that. I saw that on Twitter. I think it was. There was a picture of the three of them. Uh, all have quarterbacks. Texas a and right. I
1: got you.
0: Yeah, that's. Oh, Locks didn't know. I'm sorry. I didn't
1: know. I don't have Twitter. So <laughs> one of my few yep. vices. I don't have. That's, why that's what I.
2: Some names here.
0: That's that's what I call you on uh, on Twitter. Twitterless Locks is by the way. That's true. Um, when I tell three. Worse. Okay, Casey, <laughs> Casey Casey is wearing the shirt. We all three were chatting, chatting about this. Marshall beat Notre Dame in Notre Dame Stadium. We all three felt for Pauk. We felt different things, but we all felt for him. Um, what a crazy upset. And now Marcus Freeman is 0 3. Pauk says the bowl game shouldn't have counted, though. I think if he'd have won, he'd give him credit for it, right? Yeah,
1: it's usually how it goes.
0: <laughs> I warned him preseason about hyping up a coach who'd won a total of zero games. And I think three years ago was like a linebacker's coach or something. Now he's the head coach in Notre Dame. And I said, look, Dabo's won 150 games and two national championships, and you're acting like Marcus Freeman. You got the coaching advantage when they play. And he said, Yeah, good point. You know, to Powell's credit, he said, Good point. But I could, you know, feel that he still thought that Freeman was um, a better coach than Dabo. I have no idea why. Um, That's just my take on it. But 0 3 beef, and they lose to Marshall at home. Now, I remember when Clemson lost to Marshall, um, Tommy Bowden's, I think it was his first game, right? Uh, one of his on uh, his first games, but anyway, Clemson has lost to Marshall, um, but not in the last 25 years or whatever it's been. What's your take on the Irish losing to Marshall?
2: There was a certain NFL quarterback who had a relatively good career named Chad Pennington at the helm of that Marshall team. So they had they had some players back back in the day <clears> at, <throat> at Marshall. They weren't necessarily the as Pal put it on his podcast, five foot nothing, hundred nothing pod uh, that they should have. Uh, absolutely killed this Marshall team just based on their recruiting rankings and their star power and everything like that. But you can't spell Freeman without three L's though, boys. So um, <laughs> uh, I feel bad for Pauk, but man, it, it's, I love these upsets and I, and I, Marshall was the better team. I mean, if you watched the mm-hmm. game at all, Marshall blew them up up front on both sides of the ball. They made the biggest, they made the big stops when they needed it. Uh, they, Created turnovers on defense. They took advantage of some really shoddy play calling. And, and I know uh, Tommy Reese is getting the the brunt of the Notre Dame hate this week. Notre Dame fan hate this week from his lack of creativity on offensive play calling. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, Pauk thinks that they don't have many wins left in the season. They play Cal this week, an undefeated Cal team. I don't know anything about Cal, but I mean, it might be another test. If they're losing to Marshall, you never know, but... I don't mind Freeman. I think he could be good. I I love I love his the way he's recruiting there. I love how his his style. I mean, him and he he is trying to mold himself a little bit in the Dabo likeness. And uh, so I wish him luck. Every game except Notre Dame, but or, uh, every game except Clemson. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> missed misstep there, but yeah, I love these upsets. So I you know as much as I like my buddy. I like these upsets a little bit more.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know their full schedule, but I do know. I'm listening to to Pauk's uh, five foot nothing pod. They have BYU, of course. They have Clemson and Southern Cal. That's three right there. So, yeah. um, could be a tough long season uh, in South Bend. Locks, what's your take on this game?
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it's it's going to be a tough road ahead of them. Um, and they need to get right somehow. And I don't know where that starts at. it. The offense is it's bad. I mean, there's Iowa bad, and then there's Notre Dame bad. It's just a little bit ahead of it. Like it's there's nothing exciting going on at offense. They went for it on fourth down. That's that's right, Ryan tuned in, I think. They went for it on fourth down, it was a third quarter, I think, and uh it's been around the fifty. And you're thinking, all right, they got two yards, no problem, and it's just stonewalled by Marshall. I was like, oh boy, here we go. I think it was then, third and three,
2: and then fourth and two, and they, yeah, and it just
1: it, they didn't even get a yard out of the two. So, I uh, and then I, yeah, I, I flipped it back. I was like, okay, well, this will change, and then it didn't. And then the, you know, the interception, right? I was like, holy smokes! And it, it, there was just there was no sense of like we we got it or. We're gonna make it right, or it's it's gonna be okay. It was just like, oh god, now we have we have no offense to come back from behind. So they have. It's one of those teams that has to get out to a lead, and, and they don't have a fiery offense to start with a big lead. So if they're gonna have a lead, it's not gonna be, you know, twenty one points off the rips unless they they get a defensive score. I don't think so. You know, you look at teams like USC; they're putting up points like like crazy. Clemson can score. I think eventually by the time we play them, we'll have that figured out uh BYU looks great as well too so uh, and who knows they may have another surprise ahead of them I hope they don't because I just I feel bad I I, I agree with Casey that you know the chaos is fun and all and it's kind of funny that it's a national brand like Notre Dame but at the same time to be a Notre Dame fan and to be at week two and be like damn like <laughs> we got a long long season ahead
0: yeah uh, yeah no doubt. Um, it- I lost my train of thought on what I was going to say. Oh, when your your big play is like a, your tight end catching, uh, you know, he's a big guy. Yeah. He's not Davis Allen out there going over the middle, though he can and he has. He did against Clemson, I think. But um, you know, your big play, your big play is a you know a nine yard pass to your tight end on the sideline. Yeah. You know, and I mentioned it on Rubbing the Rock during the summer. They lost a running back. They're very mm-hmm. thin at running back, very thin at wide receiver, as we saw. They have no downfield threat, and they've got an inexperienced quarterback. They All of a sudden, they went no, from
1: number no,
0: six or whatever they were preseason, five or six, and now you know they could have a losing season, theoretically. I mean, Powell could. You know, expect. Understandably, he's really down, and you know, where are we going? How are we going to win three or four games or whatever? We saw some of this last year, though. Remember, they barely beat Toledo. They had to rally in the last few minutes to beat Toledo. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Uh, and and you know, and he's not the only Notre Dame fan. A lot of them thought it was Brian Kelly, and it seems like it runs deeper than Brian Kelly uh, in South Bend. Indiana. Okay, fellas, this week we got Florida State at Louisville. Georgia at South Carolina. So we have a pick on that game. Oklahoma-Nebraska, we have a pick on that game. Penn State-Auburn, we have a pick on that game. Uh, Texas Tech and NC State. Interesting game in uh, the state of North Carolina. South Florida at Florida. about this. this is the Dabo Bowl, right? Former two offensive coordinators. Nobody ever says Billy Napier is a former Clemson offensive coordinator. He belongs to Nick Saban these days. Uh, then UTSA at Texas, and uh, I've got a pick on that game. Miami at A&M. Fresno State at Southern Cal. That was an almost pick for me. So any of those games that you guys want to pick out and talk about beef, let let you go first. <laughs>
2: Uh, what what Louisville team is going to show up against Florida State? that will be interesting. Florida State has been really good to start their year. Granted, they played Duquesne in one of their games, but they, Jordan Travis looks fantastic. Malik Cunningham at Louisville, we're not sure what you're going to get from him, have, looking awful against Syracuse, but then looking really like Malik Cunningham against UCF. So, uh, I'm, I'm interested in that game, especially because it's the obviously the last season of the a- ACC Atlantic, but it, it has a, a lot to say in, in our division, uh, Clemson's division of the ACC. Georgia, South Carolina, I just hope Georgia holds it up within uh, 100. Uh, actually, no, they can score 100. I'd be <laughs> all right with that. And then uh, the NC State, Texas Tech, It's I don't know enough about Texas Tech. I tried to do a little bit of homework on them, and I know Sonny Cumbie, who's the head coach of Louisiana Tech, was the OC there. So I'm just I'm curious about high flying offense of Texas Tech as they're known to be against that defense at NC State and Devin Leary at quarterback. So I'm interested in that game too. We'll, we'll be uh, at a tailgate at Clemson, and hopefully that game will be on, on in the background. Nice, Locks. What you got on this group of games,
0: or any I, other one you want to talk
1: about? Well, I, I wanted. I'll I'll put on the record. I was the one that said the week two the line you know the, the, the games are terrible and how that worked out you know. Week three, I was like, God, these games look terrible. They're not that bad, y'all. I mean, this there's some decent matchups here, and I, I didn't realize this Florida State Louisville game is actually tomorrow night, soon. So uh, that'll be a fun one to watch. Um, Penn State Auburn to me, I think that's going to be fun. It, two evenly matched teams, obviously neither of them is ranked, but it's still going to be a battle. You know, it's my three thirty slot. You knew I had to talk about that. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, there's there's fun games across the board. Uh, Miami A and M is going to be going to be interesting to see how. Uh, and in response, and if if Miami's is comes in there, guns a blazing, I, I don't know. It, it could be another, you know, two in a row for Jimbo. Boy, they'd be calling for his head. That'd be fun to see. So we'll see what happens. I, I'm looking forward to it again, though. It's it, this past weekend, I I had a lot of fun just flipping channels, watching all those games. It was, right. it was
0: it was great. It was uh, you know, the wife and kid left uh, about. 1:30 on uh, 1:30 my time, so right before that 2:30 kickoff game started, yep. and uh, 2:30 window started, and uh, it was a lot of fun. But I could not make it to see the marmots beat the Baptists. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had to wake up in the morning. I had it on the phone, laying uh, down in the bed. I had it on the phone, but didn't didn't make it. Once the field goal went, whichever way it went, right or left, I don't even remember. i was like. <laughs> I was out. So uh, lots of fun, lots of fun last week. So, all right, let's get ready to go on the record, fella, with this week's picks. not think you could have done any worse if you tried. Oh, well, I think that as a victory. These guys yeah. weren't doing research, so why should I? Beef,
2: you stink the most. A true believer in what they're doing in North Carolina. That's why I'm picking Virginia Tech, Tennessee. I love Spencer Rattler. I agree with Marty. I don't like this. Look, you
1: smell it in the backdoor cover.
0: So in that one we had an I agree with Marty. Now we have beef saying Marty, you're right. <laughs> you're so right. I'll have to edit that out this week. Okay. I don't have a fancy graphic for the standings. The Locks is six and zero against the spread. He is he has fourteen thousand and twenty Slogo bucks. Forty percent increase in two weeks in his Bucarescis. Casey the Beef Cregan is in second place with a one in five record, um, six thousand nine hundred nine point oh nine Sluggo bucks. Pull it up the rear, even though he's three and three. Is myself, I got six thousand seven hundred seventy two and seventy three cents. I, I have
1: a, I have a question. Um, yes, if if I was not in first, would there be a fancy graphic? <laughs> no, maybe no. Uh, never mind. It's okay. Uh, I, would,
0: <laughs> I would like to. Uh, what's that? Invoke my Fifth Amendment right <laughs> <laughs> to avoid self-incrimination. Incriminate? <laughs> incrimination. Uh, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, uh, yeah. That's Carry a great question. That's a great question. I think we all know the answer to that. Um, I'd have bells and whistles and things yeah. spinning around. Rick Flair.
2: <laughs> Rick Flair would definitely be a on.
0: There would definitely be a Ric Flair sighting or two. Like this. Um the man.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's usually
0: awesome. yeah. Uh, well, you know how it goes. Okay, locks <laughs> first place locks. He's gonna go last, I assume. Absolutely. Beef, do you want to go first or?
2: Let me go first this week. Mix it up. I'll mix Woo! it up so that okay. you don't have to. All I'm
0: right. going
2: to start start out with uh, Rutgers and Temple. I'm going to go, I think, I don't know the number, minus something or other. 16. <laughs> 16, uh, Rutgers has been on fire. Yes, they played Wagner. They beat uh, uh, not a good Boston College team, but I just think Temple may be a half step above Wagner, and they put a 66-burger up against Wagner. So I have faith in my, my Shiano and my my boys from the Raritan. We're going to go Rutgers minus 16.
0: For right. me, Sluggo Bucks? $303.03. Uh,
2: 303 dollars 3.
0: 0-3. Just very multiply amazing.
2: that by three. It's nine oh nine oh nine. So right. I'm just doing. I'm just going. When I lose all three games, I'm just going to be at six thousand Slugobucks bucks <laughs> next week.
0: I've got, got, one, it, I've got it. All right. I am going to go money line. I learned my lesson from Locks last week. I'm going to take the Syracuse money line against Purdue. Here's the weird thing. I'm not even getting plus money on this. It's <laughs> minus one oh five. Very, but it's beats minus one ten. Right. So, um, small line. I've seen it. Syracuse plus one, Syracuse minus one. I'm not even sure where it's at. I'm just going to take the Syracuse money line, minus 105. I'm going to go 500 sluggo bucks on the Syracuse money line. Zach, Locks, Parker, undefeated.
1: Undefeated. So we feel like the streak has to end this week. So I'm going to start off with one of the worst offenses in college football. I'm going to, I'm going to pick the Iowa-Nevada game. And I'm going to take Nevada 21 and a half points uh, because I don't know if Ireland can score 21 points. Uh, (laughs) They are terrible. Uh, Right right around, hovering around 150 points a game. I mean, 150 yards a game. um, They've scored 150 points points would be a record. (laughs) Yeah, it would be. Uh, The over under is only 39. Uh, I actually even considered the money line because never, Nevada and they may come in and beat them. I don't know, but I, I'm gonna go with Nevada uh, for 800 bucks here.
0: Nice, nice. Locks. Still,
1: Cheap. still betting. Still, if I have a bad week, you guys can get back into it.
2: That's when, great.
1: when you have
0: a bad week. That's right. KC the creek in your second pick.
2: I got Louisiana Tech minus 31. I put on. I, I put on um, Rock Howard's. Twitter this afternoon when he asked the question of should Clemson be on upset alert? I said they absolutely should. I got roasted by a couple folks, rightfully so. I'll take it. I just don't think with this air raid offense that Sonny Cumbie is bringing into Death Valley and the fact that air raid is built on slants and and balls, zero zero yard uh, throws behind the line of scrimmage, screens, Everything that has beaten Clemson so far this year, that's what they're built on. And then trying to take the top off. I don't know. I think the Clemson DBs are good enough, but these little five foot seven, Smoke Harris is five foot listed at five foot seven, 180 pounds. So this dude's probably five four, 155 pounds. And he is a little, 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 I think Dabo called him. Their quarterback is pretty good at getting the ball out quick. I'm not saying Clemson loses, but I think this is going to be a lot closer than people expect, and I'm a little bit nervous to be in the stadium at eight o'clock. Not to say they're losing, just because of what we saw last week. There's that little that little piece. Uh, my friend Smitty said he's going to do some things bodily harm to me if, if I bring it up up around the tailgate. But I just I don't think Louisiana Tech has enough to win. But I think that 31 number, and I know it's 34 now. I think that 31 number is way too big. So. Give me Louisiana Tech minus, uh, plus 31.
0: I was going to say, I think you meant plus 31. But yeah. um,
2: I, as I mentioned,
0: I saw them play Missouri. They had three touchdowns of uh, 60 yards or more against Missouri. The game was over, right? right. But the, the, the gentleman you mentioned, Casey, had a long touchdown reception. He had two more. Two of those came from the backup quarterback. As I said, the game was over. But they can throw it long. And as Dabo said Tuesday – They better be ready because this team here, let me tell you, can spin it, is what he said. They can spin it. How many bucks?
2: The quarterback came from Texas Tech. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's all they've known. He's played in this system. Parker McNeil is his name. 30303.
0: Oh, that's right. 30303. (laughs) Keep it simple. How dare I make the mistake? Math. 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 It's not my friend. All right. I'm going with another money line here. And, And, Zach, you talked about this game earlier. Um, close another small number. I'm going with the home team here. I'm going to take the Auburn Tigers to upset Penn State um, in a close game. I expect a close game. I realize this is going to be a coin flip either way. I'm willing to bet on the SEC team at home, Uh, even though Penn State's used to playing in front of a whole bunch of people. uh, I'm going to take Auburn here, and I'm going to put another 500 Sluggo bucks. It's plus 135 is where I got it so I see some value there and hope uh, the Auburn Tigers can not screw up until uh, next week and Brian Harson can hold on for one more week locks who you got
1: uh, I scrambled you guys saw me on Sunday I was I was trying to lock in two lines big time right, right when they came out and this next one I was I felt great about right I got Oklahoma 13 and a half. And what did the line do? It dropped. Now it's at 11. I, I was, you know, they're playing Nebraska after everything that happened to them. And and right when the Lions came out is right when they fired Frost, too. So I'm thinking, I got to get in. It, it went the opposite way. So I don't know what I'm thinking here. I was kind of scared. But I, just looking at the, the numbers, you know, Nebraska gave up 642 yards to Georgia Southern, 528 to Northwestern, 300 and something to North Dakota with the game that they won. They're a mess. Their head coach is out. I don't see them playing inspired, especially versus Oklahoma. I know Oklahoma is going to Nebraska. I still think Oklahoma will cover uh, with thirteen and a half. Put me down for just six hundred here because I'm a little confused. <laughs> <Just like that>. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we if we
0: didn't let you bet when you're confused, you wouldn't have any any I'm bets at to. all. All right, exactly. Casey, your third bet for three hundred three hundred three.
2: I got My it. Third now. bet for three hundred three hundred three is. Uh, going to Gainesville, Florida, a game that I've been to in the past. University of South Florida, Jeff mm-hmm. Scott, the fighting Jeff Scotts are going to travel up to the fighting Billy Napier's. I just don't. USF is getting better. How about saying it that way? They got blown right. out by BYU, but we're finding that BYU is actually pretty good. I think they lost by 30, only 31 that game. Then they <laughs> played Howard a week ago and beat a, a good Howard team. By, 20, by 21 points. Uh, so they're, they're getting better. They're one and one. Howard who? Yes.
0: There was Howard. only one guy. 11 guys beat up on one poor Howard. What's yes. his last
2: name? So the fight in Jeff Scott's are traveling up I-75 up to exit 300. and I don't know. I'm just kidding. Um, to, to Gainesville to play uh, Billy Napier. Napier just got beat by Kentucky last week in a very physical, very good game. They didn't look all that great. The line's 24-and-a-half. I'm going with Florida, 24-and-a-half. I think they just put it on. This yeah. is kind of their get-right game. And Angry. One game closer to Jeff Scott returning to Clemson in some sort of role. <laughs> uh,
0: of course, of course. Come on home, Jeff. Come on home. All right, my third and final game. Now, I this is very similar to locks. I got I jumped on this game and it was 13.5, thinking it would shoot through the 14- Point mark, and I would miss a good number, but <laughs> it went down to 11. Yeah, uh, so what do we know about the point spreads and which way they're going to go? I don't know. I, I kind of understand it, right? I am going to take Texas minus 13 and a half against UTSA, who won me a game last week against Army right. in overtime. But here's the thing I watched most of that game, they didn't really impress me. Uh, UTSA, that is, they have lost to Houston in triple overtime. They beat Army in overtime. Guess what? Neither one of those teams is as good as Texas. We talked about it earlier in the show. What does Texas have? They have athletes that can play with Alabama. UTSA does not. I realize the quarterback for Texas yours is out. I realize Hudson Card has a sprained ankle, it looked like. But what does Texas have? Texas has Bijan Robinson, who all Hudson mm-hmm. Card has to do is turn around and hand the ball off to Xavier Worthy on the outside, who made Alabama's defensive backs look silly. Um, so Texas, and as Locks, talked about their defense earlier, they look like they come to play. Now maybe they'll be down a little bit and they'll hang around for a half or so. I don't know. This game is in Texas in the heat. It's not in the alamo dome where utsa plays it's outside in the heat that wilted alabama last week i'm going to take texas minus 13.5 and because i want to put a little pressure on locks i'm going with two grand here uh on the texas longhorns a couple things i never do is bet for texas bet on texas and say they're good i just did it I think they're good. I think the guys on the Cover Three podcast—they were talking about how they were celebrating a loss. I mean, come on, they didn't lose by thirty. Um, you know, I—they're they, picking apart a team that played Alabama nose to nose and very easily uh, could have won the game and probably should have if. There wasn't some stupid call in the end zone by a referee who said he was told the wrong thing and, you know, blah, 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 blah. blah. That would have been a safety. Alabama would have punted the ball away. My point is Texas is is good. I'm not saying they're back. I'm saying they're better and they care just like Florida State does. 2,000 on Texas minus 13.5. Locks, your final
1: pick. Final game, had to go back to my boys in the SEC and uh with uh, the Georgia Bulldogs here. Traveling to our favorite, University of South Carolina, favored by 25.5 points. Once again, jumped on this thinking it was going to explode. <laughs> it went down to 24.5. So I'll take 25.5. I don't think it matters. Uh, USC lost their starting linebacker and defensive end this week. Uh, both had torn ACLs done for the year. USC is 129th in rush defense. Uh, Georgia gives up an average of 1.5 points per game so far, and they did play Oregon. Let's not forget that. Uh, and I hate to say it because I'm not a huge fan of them, but Stenson Bennett is looking really good. Uh, he uses his legs, gets out of the pocket, still completes passes. 24-34, 25-31, past two games, over 300 yards in both of them. I think they are going to destroy South Carolina. Put me down for twelve hundred bucks on this one.
0: $1 twelve hundred bucks. Okay, let me pull up the graphic. I'm so good at this stuff. Uh, Casey has taught me well.
2: Twelve oh three oh three.
0: Okay, no. locks. <laughs> okay, Let's start out with the guy in first place. Nevada plus twenty one and a half for eight hundred. Oklahoma minus thirteen point five for six hundred. Georgia. Uh, minus 25 and a half for 1200. Yep. And Casey the be pretty easy to do, he's uh 30303 on all of them. Rutgers minus 16, LaTeX plus 31, despite what Casey said, and Florida minus 24 and a half. Myself, I'm going 500 on the money line on both Syracuse and Auburn, 2000 on Texas minus 13.5. Because I think the Longhorns are going to be going to come out and play, and I believe in the Texas Longhorns. Cut that one, fellas. You can sniff that out of there <laughs> uh, when they lose this week. <laughs> get upset. All right, Casey the Beef Cregan. Um, I think there was something I wanted to do before, but I can't remember right now. Whatever it was. Anyway, tell the people good night and thanks for watching.
2: Thanks so much to everyone in the Seldom News Reserve College Football Discussion Facebook group, especially Nelson Wilhite for all his help, John Chansey for being a good all around guy, Uncle John McGee, as always, everyone in the Sluggo podcast. And I lost my sheets. Each and every one of you who listens, likes, shares, and participates, you'd figure after 100 plus shows, I'd have to summarize. <laughs> Not the case. On behalf of Marty, Seldom News Reserve, Coleman, Zach Locks Parker, I'm Casey the Freak, and Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you right here next week on Sluggo.
0: I remember what it was, my shirt. Or I, got his, I got this personalized message from, from the general. It's otherwise known as a receipt.
1: I think we're done here. <laughs>